0: Afternoon everybody and thank you very much for coming along today, it's the fifth annual Learn About Fair, short presentation today, probably about 15 minutes to allow some time for questions, so we'll take those at the end Um, and I'm really pleased uh, to hand over now to David Wilson and Neil Slater who are going to talk about qualifications online. Thanks Ross, Uh, good afternoon everyone. I'm going to be covering qualifications online for the most part, and Neil is going to pick up with what we expect to be the continuation of qualifications online, so, um, a programme of work currently labelled MyOU. So, to start with, I just want to give a bit of background. Um, the origin of looking at how qualifications might be supported goes uh, back to before the Roadmap Acceleration Programme, but during that consultation, one of the consistent themes that came from all faculties was that we wanted, they wanted a means of supporting the thing above the module, whether it's programme or subject. And as a result, uh, we formulated some ideas about this but concluded that RAP couldn't deliver, uh, the timescale was too compressed, and there were so many changes going on in the university at the time it was very difficult to judge, prejudge, what that sort of environment might be. So programme and subject sites have been set up by various faculties in various forms. And with Ready for 2012, the need for qualification support has become clearer. The resolution of uh, the Curriculum Support Review, or at least the the work that's going on to implement that, has given us some clearer ideas about what needs to be done and how existing programme and subject sites can be superseded by something more consistent. And then finally, the context of the Learning Systems Roadmap 2012 um, 14 is uh, uh, crystallised some of these ideas further, particularly in qualifications online and in what is labelled in that roadmap the holistic student experience. So, the features of this roadmap, this new roadmap, which I want to spend a little bit of time on Uh, that it's taking uh, an overview of all our needs to suit the times of moving into supporting new (coughs) qualification students. But we're not looking at just students and new qualification students, we're looking at learners as a whole, we're looking at staff, authors and ALs, and administrators. And it's much wider than uh, just a a narrow VLE view. So we're looking at the operational and future needs, but also particularly, and this is the big challenge of qualifications online, looking at how the organisational boundaries and the organisational structures need to be rethought, reconsidered, and potentially (coughs) adapted to meet this new world. The new roadmap has four broad categories of um, activity, which are listed there in that sort of rainbow, four-colour rainbow. I'm not going to go through them all, but focus on the integrated systems because that's the area, uh, just covering some of the business as usual. But the integrated systems is where the, uh, the real focus of new work and new qualifications support is to be done. So you can see qualifications online at the top there, and then the holistic student experience underneath, which we expect to become MyOU. So Qualifications Online has been funded for this year, this financial year, and the objectives are set out there, I won't go through them, you can read them, but it's primarily to support a a coherent and consistent qualification experience for (coughs) students. Students are all qualifications, I'll come back to that at the end, because it's not just the new qualification students. The policy issues that are mentioned in the second two bullet points are ones that I think will continue to be a matter of discussion and debate beyond the the project. But um, we're about trying to set the framework, the groundwork for that. So short term, we're looking to provide a templated environment ready for content to flow into. (coughs) Medium term, the basis of a fully integrated environment and we've already established linkage with the induction uh, strand of work within Ready for 2012 and Student Home. And then longer term via the follow on project that I've referred to MyOU. A brief governance chart there. Um, I won't dwell on that, but the steering group and the uh, management group are actively um, involved in pursuing the building the network around the university, building the understanding of how we can um, carry this forward in an integrated way. Um, What have we done? We've gathered requirements, we've classified them, we've looked at the technical options and considered design options. Um, Academic units have audited their existing content. This has been quite a big task and we're very appreciative of all the work that's gone into that. And it's part of this dialogue of how we understand what needs to be in a qualification site. Um, I clicked through prototype, which I'll show you briefly in a minute, and then established uh, links with with student home and induction. So I will briefly show... Actually, I won't, because it'll come up in the... um, We have a wireframe of how we've classified content, uh, but you'll be able to see that on the standout side. It's this sort of diagram... And it's quite detailed, but it's the work that's got to come from talking with students, talking with um, faculties, and talking with others. And it's the basis of how we're, we're breaking um, content up. We've looked at the technical options and the design options. We had an admin type design at one point, we had a module type design, which was really just looking at um, how qualification type stuff could be put into a um, a module type environment, and we had a um, what we've hit upon. It was done around Christmas, and inevitably became known as known as the um, Advent calendar type design, which doesn't seem to be opening, but it will be in the click through, so I can show it to you there. Uh, service standards are being defined. Uh, Elizabeth and pie in the learning. Teaching Quality Office is building on the module standard definitions to think about how qualifications should have standards. Um, the audit I've already mentioned. So, in my last couple of minutes, I'd like to show you the, the prototype. Now, this is what I mean about the advent calendar type design. There's sort of boxes, and with rollover, it, it tells you what's in them. Now, this the labels are not fixed either in the main boxes or down the side um, and that's still subject to ongoing consultation but these eight high level categories do represent what has come out of the consultation in terms of the types of content that faculties and students and ALs think would be appropriate in a qualifications level site Um, So the idea is that uh, you have a more detailed breakdown. This isn't fully functional, it's just um, some some linkage. So you can get to accessibility advice, and as you get to the third level, you get more of the content in the main main, uh, left-hand screen there. I think this might be available on the stand as well for people to play through. So, since I've got about a minute remaining, I am going to just end with um, what we're doing next. Now, I mentioned that we're looking at provision for all qualification students. When we started, we had quite a clear steer that it should be only new framework qualification students. But for various reasons, and in particular the growing complexities of different classifications and types of students combined with a concern that an old framework qualification registered student would not be getting some of the same things that a new framework qualification student would be, but which were still relevant to their studying a qualification and their experience, whether in their tutorials or in their engagement with the qualification that it made more sense to think of them as a similar group. There's a lot of overlap between old and new qualifications anyway. So that helps. But it was really to get a better student experience. Now there are still issues because some of the advice about progression, some of the advice relating to where the path that someone has come from will be different. But by Thinking of them collectively, it should be easier for us to work out those scripts, so to speak, for each of those classifications. Uh, there are one or two technical issues, but we think those are overcomeable, and IT have advised us to that effect. So this is how we're progressing. Uh, the existing content that is um, on subject and program sites, we're looking at how that can moved into these categories that I mentioned and providing the templates and tools for doing that and the aim is to have those available at least in the trial form in June and more widely available in July. Owners, the curriculum support teams, qualification teams, there's still some work there, not least in the way faculties are thinking about those teams operating and then the links to induction sites and student home for further work. We believe we're putting in place the groundwork for a fully integrated online experience for learners, but that will only be realised within the follow-on project, which
1: Neil is now going to talk about. So if you've heard me speak about this before, please please feel free to leave. I won't be offended because I'm not going to say anything new. And I have spoken about it a few times now. (laughs) The idea behind MyOU is uh, that... There are lots of different websites at the moment that students have to go to and that that is confusing to them uh, and that it doesn't present a logical, seamless journey for them. Uh, So this project is going to be a a very large project aimed at bringing together the various different websites and providing them the, the services within those as a much more coherent experience for the students. Just to give you an example, there's a a module website with one kind of look and feel uh, and various different elements to it. We've got uh, Student Home there. We've got Platform, which some of the students use to have conversations and and our alumni do. Uh, We've got Library website. We've got Study at the OU. All of them looking different, all really rather confusing. Uh, And as we become more of an online university... Um, and students get more and more dependent on these services, they need to be brought together in a much more coherent way what they do is reflect our internal divisions as an institution uh, and our organisational structure rather than a, 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 a logical um, picture centred on the students' needs there's open learn as well, another different one, uh, social learn. Now there's a way to bring these together, it, it using a number of technologies, one of which is iGoogle, which brings together these different gadgets, they're called. Uh, so you might have an OU study planner gadget um, and view your, your Gmail at the same time. Um, and we're going to use something like this, similar technology, to bring the different streams of information together. Um, and so w- as you travel... Uh, through your journey with us as a student you may start as an anonymous user we know nothing about you and you're just looking at the OU perhaps thinking of doing a module you then may become an informal uh, learner uh, perhaps doing something on OpenLearn and then what we might call a nearly committed learner so we know something about you and we can start to um, tailor the information much more towards your needs then of course there's this big bang and you become a a registered learner, in which case you're paying. We're we're giving you lots of uh, content relevant to you. But you might still want things that you've had right from the start of your journey. So if you were, uh, for instance, you might need to go back to study at OU to um, see what your next module is going to be. Or you might want to revisit a bit of uh, open learning that you were doing on OpenLearn. Uh, then you're a module completer, which again gives you a kind of different status and different things might appear for you in uh, your view of the OU. And then a graduate. So we'll be working on refining uh, our view of what the different stages in the learning journey are, and then trying to, prepare, trying to present the most logical bits of information that you will need at those particular points in your journey. So finally, just a few things that uh, we want to, to provide for students. Um, first of all, my OU online experience is seamless. I don't want lots of disparate websites. If I'm at multiple stages of the journey at the same time, it's still seamless. So as I said, you might just be going back to different points. Uh, something that always struck me as, as strange was this, if you're a member of staff and a student, you have a different view of the world. Uh, you have to keep swapping between those two views uh, it's the same for students and alumni and inquirers, they're getting different kind of views of the world and we should be able to just provide what, what you need um, at the OU, I get what I need at the right time so we try and plan out what the students are likely to, to want at the, at the right time and also what I see is adjusted according to my profile so if I'm Scottish I might get different information on funding arrangements if I'm disabled my uh, profile which specifies my disabilities will feed through right the way into into how things are presented to me content is presented in different blocks on the screen so you saw the different uh, blocks there and uh, the OU gives me a default set of that content so uh, again we plan out what we think you'll need as a student Uh, but you have lots of control over what you see because uh, You might want to view things in a particular way. You might even want to bring in uh, the news or sports results or whatever into that uh, view of the world tailored for you. You can make it look the way you want uh, by changing the appearance, changing the the ways things are viewed on the screen, the order of the different blocks and maybe the fonts and colours. And I really don't care which part of the OU is providing the content to me. I don't even need to know there's such a thing as student services um, or or LTS, for example. I might need to know that there are discrete parts of the university, such as my faculty, which we might want to build more into their consciousness, or the library, because it's important for the uh, National Student Survey that students feel they've got a good library service. And finally, I can access the whole thing with a simple URL such as this. We're not precious about this MyOU term, but we'll put everything out to students for consultation. We want to have this as a highly student-focused project where we're getting masses of input from them all the way through. So if they select that, fine. Someone else suggested at the Learning, Teaching and Student Support Committee this week, which I presented to, why don't we just have open.ac.uk as the URL, which would be quite novel, so let uh, see if we can work that one out. So that's it. That's my OU. It's a two-year project uh, which will be kicking off soon and uh, bringing in lots of people from around the university, and particularly students and ALs. Thank you. Thank you very
0: much both. We invite David to come back up to the, the podium. Um, questions? We'll also be taking questions if there are any online, but from the room first of all, what would you like to ask us? Well you know I'm here to ask questions. (laughs) I hope you're not too awkward. Um, even what what you were saying about old qualifications and new qualifications, does that mean that there is scope to group together qualifications where there's huge commonality in the advice and information we want to give them and we are have? There, yes, there is that opportunity, but one of the big questions we still need answers to from, from every faculty is how many sites are appropriate for your particular portfolio of qualifications or individual ones. So that's an important thing. Kate we'll can answer further as well. <laughs> 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 we do need to make sure that by like,
1: clustering
0: things we still have that possibility to push through just students' things that are <coughs> relevant to them. If you cluster them too high level, it's really difficult. Yeah. So next, we may be we're not quite sure yet, I mean we may be saying um we clone sites so we don't have to keep doing the work but that will allow you to push material out for certain designations. If you only have one, it's very difficult.
2: questions? Isn't there a, a bit of a um, um, difficult relationship between, on the one hand, have a unified experience like something that people can relate to, and that would be the Open University. At the same time, you have um, a very tailor-made uh, uh, um, information that is pushed to students based on their profile, um, if they meet, if ever they will meet in the future. Um, that they'll have very different experiences of what their online experience looks like. And uh, uh, Neil, you mentioned um, uh, that students might need to know about the faculty that they're studying. Um, In in, uh, qualifications which are very closely linked to one faculty, wouldn't um, uh, wouldn't it be a good idea that they have a stronger... Feel or affiliation with that
1: faculty. Well, on that latter point, then I'm sure that is that is the case. So as when I said might, I didn't really mean it's a vague possibility. I mean, that's one of the the things that university almost certainly will want to encourage is that identification with the faculty. But uh, yeah, as, as regards the different user experience that they'll get, I think there'll be a set of core functionality that they. Uh, will require, for instance, the study planner and um, links to the core content that you're expecting them to study and the core assessment uh, con- assessments that they have to do and um, the any interactions that you want them to have, so l- links to the forums. Uh, so that's not going to vary, I don't think. There will be a core um, set of things that you require students to do. Just briefly, yeah, I think the
0: identification issue is a really interesting one because I think some might feel a greater affiliation to the qualification or to the subject or to the department rather than the faculty, but we need a system which will enable both of those to to, to operate effectively. Any more questions from the room? Yes. <laughs> um, I well, like the technical question, sorry if it sounds stupid, but if um, a student or graduate want to update their details, say their address or whatever, will they do that through this portal and then will that link to voice?
1: Yes, yes. I mean, it's good to be the front end. <laughs> for every interaction the student has with the university basically so, yes. and actually in a way it is, it is just sort of a layer superimposed on all the existing websites so in a way nothing fundamental is going to change and the way that you update your address at the moment will, will follow through into the new portal yeah. I just wonder I mean
2: I find all these developments very exciting and, and the apps and all that But then, the shelf lives of these technologies are usually very short so if you say it's a two-year project to get to my my OU by the, by the time you reach final point, isn't it likely there's going to be a whole lot of um, other applications that we will want to have? And will that be an everlasting building site?
1: Yes, I think I think we're in that, that world where things are going to be everlastingly changing. But the 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 secret with this one, I think, is going to be to make all those bits of information or. Um, content and functionality that are in our existing websites available in a a form that they can be easily slotted into any new infrastructure Mm -hmm. so whatever technical solution we choose for MyOU uh, as a kind of superimposed layer all those other bits will be uh, feedable into future kind of portals as well Uh, and, and easily repurposes apps for your mobile phone for example So, I think the the, the kind of architectural decisions that we're taking are going to be key uh, to ensure that it's future-proofed.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you very much, um, everybody. Uh, The next presentation will be in five minutes' time at half past on learning analytics. Uh, You're welcome to stay and enjoy the fair, but can we just close by um, thanking Neil and David for their time?